Good morning, wrestling fans and all you listeners out there. Welcome back to episode three of the E's and B's podcast, The Bacon and Eggs of Pro Wrestling and Sports. And I'm your host, Eddie B. folks welcome back again on this beautiful friday i hope you got an appetite with you we got a buffet to lay out so let's dive in all right today on the sunny side up we're gonna go through a few things here give you a quick rundown on a few sporting events that happened over the weekend and a pay-per-view which we will dive into in the meat segment here afterwards all right, guys, starting right off the top, we're going to jump right in with what just happened. And believe it or not, the NFL has started. And let me just say this. I know one team showed up. I'm not too sure about the other. Even though the score doesn't show it, your Kansas City Chiefs beat the Houston Texans 34-20. to 20. Uh, The 20 pretty much came in the last quarter, if you ask me. They scored right off the bat, Houston did, and they didn't score again. Um, not the exciting game we were looking forward to start the season, but hey, all the other guys are going to play this Sunday and Monday. I can't wait. We'll report a little bit on that next week. All right, jumping right after that into NASCAR. Started their playoffs last weekend, and if you recall, and if you're a listener out there, definitely I called that. And Kevin Harvick picks up the first win of the playoffs and advances himself to the next round. Pretty good race. Uh, not as much action as we would hope, but uh, hey, we'll see what happens this weekend. And I'm pretty sure Lauren's going to ch- change her pick because uh, her car wrecked out right away. We will be uh, making those picks again, and I'm going to go ahead and stick with the Harvick. So we'll see what happens after uh, this Sunday. Uh, moving right along here on the sunny side of up things, uh, we're going to jump into hockey. Hockey's narrowing it down, guys. We're down to four teams. We're down to four teams right now, but we'll soon be down to two. Um, the Vegas, Las Vegas uh, Golden Knights are tied with the Dallas Stars right now going into this morning, uh, Series 1-1. And then the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning are up 2-0 on the New York Islanders as of this Friday morning. Hey, guys, I want to give a quick reminder out there. Follow me at easeandbees.com where you can get everything you need to know from wrestling and and fill out some polls. There'll be plenty of things on there. Another quick thing I wanted to bring up real quick is just we wanted to give a quick reminder. This day is 9-11, one day that will never be forgotten in my uh, mind. I could tell you where I was at when when the things uh, that happened on this day went down. But uh, not to touch on anything sad, I just want to, you know, give a shout out to all our troops and everybody out there. We We support you here at EMBs and we thank you for everything you do. Hopping back into the sunny side of up things here, we got uh, NBA. NBA is also getting narrowed down. We're down to four teams on each side after this weekend. It'll be be a little bit closer. But uh, out west, we got the Clippers are leading the Nuggets 3-1. to one. Everybody around here is a little sad about that. But, hey, they were down 3-1 before, so we'll see what happens. Uh, the Lakers are leading... The Rockets two to one in their series, so looks like it could be an all LA Western co- uh, Conference Finals. But who knows? Maybe the Nuggets, maybe the the Rockets can squeeze something out of there. That'd be great. But uh, 
we'll, we'll just have to wait and see on that one. Over on the east side, Miami has already uh, advanced over the Bucks 4-1 in that series. Miami looks unstoppable, but we'll find out how unstoppable they are when they either play the winner of Game 7 between Toronto and Boston. That'll be a good one not to miss. So anyhow, guys, that's going to wrap it up for the NBA portion of this. Moving right along, guys, we're going to get into what everybody's here for. The scrapping and the rapping. That's wrestling, guys. We're going to jump through real quick here. I'm going to read off uh, results, winners and losers from brands this past week. Like I said last week, we always do the SmackDown from the week prior because we obviously drop on Friday morning. So I can't tell you what's going to happen today at SmackDown, but I will tell you I'm excited to see. So we'll start off real quick with last week, 9-4, the 4th, uh, last Friday after my podcast, uh, SmackDown. Um, we had the Heavy Machinery over Miz and Morrison. Um, then a little skit I just wanted to throw in there. Uh, Sheamus slammed Big E through a windshield. Pretty impressive. We'll have to wait and see what happens in, in the future with that stuff. Uh, then, we, then we had um, uh, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax win over Bailey and Sasha. And I'm just going to stop real quick because I wanted to make a point of this one. If you didn't see it yet, go back and check it out. The ending of this match... Uh, is not what anybody was expecting unless you follow wrestling really, really close. You kind of seen this coming, just didn't know when. But for all you new fans out there, uh, the role models are no longer role models. So check that out. Oh, after that, then they had to wrap up the night. They had a uh, fatal four way match, and the winner was going to get the number one contender spot to go up against Roman Reigns. And uh, in that match, you had Matt Riddle, Sheamus, Byron, or Baron Corbin. And uh, Jay Uso, and wouldn't you know it, we are gonna have a cousin versus cousin match coming up at the Clash of Champions. I'm excited for that. I'm not sure which way they're gonna go with that, but I, I would imagine Reigns will come out on top, considering they're just starting him with with a uh, Paul Heyman ordeal. But we'll wait and see. So that was SmackDown, guys. And like I always like to do, throw a little hot sauce, a little salt and pepper on it. Keep on moving. We're moving right into the raw. All this Monday was was uh, pretty good itself. You know, all these shows this week were pretty impressive, to be honest. But uh, Drew McIntyre at the beginning showed up in an ambulance. Nobody's seen that coming. Randy Orton was in the ring and kind of looked like a deer in headlights and got hit with a claymore. And that's how the show started. So pretty good. I'll give him props on that. Um, here we go for the match part of portion of the whole show. Here We're just going to run down quick. Like I said, uh, you know, I could talk about every single match on every single one of these shows, but we'd be here for days. So, uh, the Hurt Business uh, in a six-man match got the win over Alexander Ricochet and Apollo Cruz. Afterwards, Alexander actually to finish the match, Alexander turned his back on his boys and uh, did the unthinkable, and he joined the Hurt Business. Man, you listeners out there, I'd like to hear what you guys think about the Bailey ordeal. Uh, Alexander, you know, turning his back, joining the Hurt Business. There's a lot of things I'd like to hear back, so don't forget to reach me back at emvs.com. You can always hit me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Leave comments. Hey, we're still looking for a couple more winners. Got prizes coming. Just need some more comments, some more likes, some more subscribes. So if you know somebody out there that hasn't subscribed, make sure you tell them. The best breakfast on Friday morning is E's and B's podcast. Moving along, guys. Match we had the Street Profits over uh, Angel Garza and Andrade. Uh, after that, the next match was the uh, 
FTX. Tag team partners going against each other. Peyton, uh, Peyton Royce. And uh, she got the win over Billy Kay. They hugged afterwards. Imagine that. Uh, then the next match, we had the tag match women's Ashka and Mickey James who do not get along. Mickey James is going for that belt. She wants a belt. She thinks she deserves it. But they made it made it long enough to get the win over Natalia and Lana. And then back, uh, you know, this show's three hours long, so it kind of makes sense. But believe it or not, the Hurt Business are back for more. And this time it's an eight-man match. They get the win over uh, the Viking Raiders crew, Apollo Crews, and Ricochet again. So, you know, pretty impressive to fight twice in one night, even though it's, you know, they are six- and eight-man matches. You know me, eight-man match. Whew. I think I've seen enough eight-man matches this year for the next few years, if you want to be honest. But anyhow, uh, then we got to the main event of the evening, where, or not the main, excuse me, not the main event, the, the no part of the evening, where Randy Orton was supposed to fight Keith Lee. And once again, if you're not watching Raw, uh, Drew McIntyre showed up at the beginning, threw a Claymore on him, was told to leave, said he was leaving. And uh, here we go again. He shows up and gives him another Claymore. But this time, uh, Orton gets the DQ win because, obviously, he interfered. Uh, and, you know, moved right, pretty much just spicing it up for a little bit of Randy and, and Drew McIntyre is what we got going on, guys. Uh, then they got into the, a little bit of the Raw Underground. Kevin Owens and Aleister Black got into a big brawl. Um, and then to round out the night, we had the Riot Squad. Anna Baszler and the Mysterio family put the kendo stick to Murphy Lee. Or, excuse me, bro. <laughs> ah, to Murphy, not Murphy Lee. I was thinking of Keith Lee, but Murphy. They put the kendo stick to him uh, pretty heavily. The whole family was there the wife, the, the sister, man, you name it. Cousin, sister, mama, Tracy, you know, they were all there. But that ended up the Raw show. Pretty way, pretty good way to go out. You know, uh, Dom getting some retribution back on uh, Seth Rollins' crew, even though I don't know if him and Murphy are still together. But, hey, you know, that's that's still positive for uh, for Dom. So, all right, guys, uh, a couple more things here. We got the Impact show. That was on Tuesday night, the 8th. Um, TJP got a win over Chris Bay. Uh, Brian Myers got a win over Willie Mack. Controversial, but he got it. Uh, the Motors, and the main event was a pretty good one. If you ain't seen it or you haven't seen it, go back and check it out. Tommy Dreamer challenged Eric Young at the beginning of the show and then got a little uh, old school rules match at the end. It was pretty good for Tommy, but Eric Young, obviously the champion, gets the win over Tommy, and that's how Impact rounded out. Uh, we move into the NXT. It was a, probably the best show I've seen from them in a little while. Ben Balor fights Adam Cole for the title. Now, you remember last week, they were in a four-way, and they tied in an Ironman's match, so they had to carry it over this week for the, to find out who was going to be the NXT champion. And would you know, Finn Balor de defeats Adam Cole and becomes the champion again. Pretty cool fight. Them guys are really skilled. Uh, you know, I'm not going to put anything negative on here about anybody, guys. I'm not. I'm just not the person to be out here judging. I don't, I've never done it before. I'm not a historian. Nothing like that. I'm just here to entertain you guys and make sure that if you haven't caught what I caught, we could talk about it. That's why I, I just really, you know, I want to push that you guys. It's it's vital that you guys give me back your feedback and let me know what you want to hear, what you don't want to hear, what your thoughts are. You know, there's a poll on there right now on my page at emb's.com. You know about Brock Lesnar. Let's let's hear about it. You know, go out there. You know. 
Click that poll. Let's get them numbers up. Moving along. Uh, we have Thomason Green got the win over Adonis. Bronson Reed, the win over Austin Theory. Roderick Strong got a win over uh, Dane. And around the night out, Rhea Ripley in a cage match put on a heck of a display with Mercedes Martinez, which is one of my other new favorites in the girls' division. But they really put on a, a good showing. So, like I said, very good NXT show for this week. You know, I, I, maybe next week we're going to dive into a little bit more. I wanted to be the meat this week, but we got a few other pieces of bacon and sausages on our plate that we'd like to talk about. So, we're going to jump right in to what we call the meat. All right, guys. We're going to dive into the bacon, sausage, and ham part of the segment here, the meat segment. What I got today on the meat segment, guys, is I'm going to go over a little bit of the pay-per-view that happened this past Saturday at AEW All Out. A lot of negativity coming out from it. People didn't really care for it. The opening with uh, Britt Baker and Big Swole was a cinematic match, which we knew that already, but it just wasn't great. It actually was somebody with a nanner on their head. But uh, anyhow, um, things I want to dive into and mention was uh, Lance Archer winning the 21-man cas- casino battle royale. Ugh, kind of hard to say. Which now gives him a shot at Moxley. I, I think that's outstanding. Now, jumping ahead of myself a little bit there, I guess, is Moxley obviously beat MJF. And to talk, to kind of touch on that, and I want your guys' response and thoughts and, and comments back on all this as well, but uh, he technically cheated to win. Of course, it was the classic ref wasn't looking. Warlow tried to help out, toss in the ring to actually cheat for MJF, but it ended up backfiring on him. And, uh, you know, he threw the paradigm shift on him and one, two, three, you know, still new or still AEW champion. Pretty interesting. I, I liked it a lot. I think it kind of, it helped me out because I was, uh, down the dumps a little bit. Pretty much that whole pay per view after what had happened. And we'll talk about that now. And that's Matt Hardy missing the table on the dive, not the dive spot, but I guess it was almost like a spear off of a scissor lift. Not a forklift, a scissor lift. And uh, there was two tables spotted. They overshot it, and he hit his head plumb on the cement. Um, you could see the fear in Aubrey's face. Uh, I think Sammy did a good job on trying to keep playing the role a little bit, but I know he was probably concerned. But um, I just want to say that, you know, here on E's and B's, we don't take concussions lightly either, and that was a concussion, and that match should have been stopped. I don't care what Matt Hardy said. You know, I... I've been there. Most of you are probably out there. You listeners have been there where you've been hurt or something's happened, but you didn't want to give up. And you knew that there was more to be had. We're just lucky we didn't see some broken eggs on the concrete, to be honest, because I think even the camera guys did a little bit crappy of a job. Um, I don't want to blame everything, you know, and make it all a bad deal, but it should have been and could have been handled a lot different. What, what do you guys think? Let me know. Shout out your comments. If you haven't seen it, I'm sure it's all over YouTube. It's on my Twitter. Go follow me at uh, E's and B's on Twitter. Yeah, just it kind of ruined the whole night for us, you know, down the dumps, kind of a rough kind of thing. You just had that thought in the back of your head. What's what's up with Hardy? Uh, also in that match or in the pay-per-view, uh, Chris Jericho, my one of my favorites, loses the rubber match to Orange Cassidy in the Mimosa Mayhem. Um, some people liked it. Some people didn't. I thought it was very creative. Uh, I bet they make the next one better. I bet you Jericho doesn't lose the next one either. I, I'm I'm pretty sure that he's uh, done losing for a while. That's quite a, quite a few lo- losses here this 
year and, and pretty much in his AEW career so far, as far as I'm concerned, you know, a little more than I'd like to him to see, being that he's the top heel, in my opinion. FTR, my favorite tag team, they beat Hangman and, and Kenny Omega. Pretty good match. Probably my favorite match of the whole night. Um, as far as technicality came, you know FTR is going to bring it every week. But uh, yeah, they win the title. Pretty cool thing. At the end, we thought maybe there was going to be a breakup between Hangman and, and Omega. And there still might be. But uh, we'll find out. You know, that's pretty... And we'll touch on real quick um, what happened Wednesday night, AEW Dynamite. The Lucha Brothers got the win over Jurassic Express. Uh, Eddie Kingston my favorite hardcore heel came out did another spiel about keeping the brotherhood together this that and the other um as there was a little bit of argument between penta and ray phoenix but uh his classic eye wink gives you the thought that man he he's he's jacking with these guys and i can't wait to see what he's got up his sleeve orange cassidy gets the win over angelico angelico very creative technical submission artist you know, just hasn't got enough ring time, in my opinion. And um, I'm not sure if I like him in singles or or in tag competition with uh, Jack Evans. But decent match. After the match is over, here comes the inner circle. And uh, needless to say, Orange Cassidy gets a little beat down. And then his best friends, Trent and Chuck, come running from the back. And uh, Ortiz and Santana scatter. Now we've got a match for next week in the parking lot between those four. I feel like we've already seen this. Hopefully this will be the last of it, but we'll hope uh, for the best, needless to say, because eight-mans and parking lot, or why should I say uh, concourse fights, I'm getting burnt out on that. Maybe they'll turn the creativity up a little bit. After that, we had the Le Champion and, and Jake Hager getting the win over Joey Janela and Sonny Kiss. Decent match, couple sloppy moments, but not too bad. Then we brought in uh, the Beast, Nyla Rose, with uh, Vicky. Uh, Vicky. She uh, is... Wow, the loudest woman I've ever heard in my life. But uh, they get the win over Tay Conte, and I, I, I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. I see Tay Conte joining the Dark Order soon. That's my prediction. Kind of going down the same path that Colt Cabana was in. Kept losing, 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 and then they come to save, and then he gets a win, and it's like, you know, oh, my new friends. But anyhow, we'll see how that goes. I know she's friends with Anna Jay, and she's already been offered a contract. Uh, the main event of, of, of Wednesday Night's Dynamite was Brody Lee and Dustin Rhodes. And let me tell you, Dustin Rhodes is 30 years in, and you would not know if you're if you were a newcomer to wrestling. My wife, you know, didn't know, and she's amazed. This guy's nonstop action. He still can do the best power slam out there besides maybe his brother. The Canadian Destroyer, at 50 years old, he's doing a... A, pretty much a pile driver for all you old schoolers. A pile driver, but yet he's flipping and doing it. It's crazy. Crazy. So, so dangerous. But anyhow, this match didn't go uh, his way. Uh, loses to Brody Lee. Brody Lee, uh, I don't know. I'm, he's growing on me, but he's still a little stiff for me. And I'm just not, I haven't seen enough. Um, I know he was in WWE, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all about the future, not about the past. I love to talk about the past and stuff like that. But when it comes to uh, wrestling, sometimes I, I even if they are bad, I kind of want to put that behind me and give them a new chance and see what can happen. And that's kind of where I'm at with Brody Lee right now. I, I didn't see what I liked or not enough in WWE. And let's just see what he can do because it started out a little rough. You know, no fans and things. And he's, he's created something pretty fierce. Um, to end it out here, the meat part of the segment, Jericho and Hager have announced they're going to make their title, the tag team title run. Bucks got fined $5,000 a piece for super kicking Marv. <laughs> Marvez. We all know that's a joke. And it, also, I, I also forgot to mention Eddie, uh, 
Jackson, when he was doing the promo after the fight with the Lucha Brothers and Jurassic Express, mentioned to the crowd as he was as he was doing his promo, he never got eliminated from the Battle Royal at the pay-per-view. And he told us all to go look up the rules. And uh, I, I'm here to say Eddie needs another shot. I think he deserves a shot at, at maybe Lance Archer or, I don't know, something. I feel him. But uh, the main thing I want to talk about here to end it off is Sabian's best man. Ladies and gentlemen, all you old schoolers, all you WWE fans, he's back. Bruce of Day is back. But he's back as Miro. And he looks stocked and ready to rock. Uh, it's going to be exciting to see which way they, they put him um, in the storyline. I don't see him staying with Kip very long. And in my opinion, he can make a run at Brody Lee or John Moxley right here, right now. And, and that would be good business, in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. Like I said, folks, I want to hear what you guys got to say. So get back at me. Let me know what you think. Give me comments, like, share, subscribe, do it all. That's going to be the it for the meat topic uh, or meat segment of the week. We're going to be moving into the scramble eggs section of the show. And folks, this week we got a Special guest for you coming all the way from my hometown. He was my best friend when we were wrestling pals back in the day. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Robinson will be with us. All right, folks, it's the scrambled eggs part of the segment today. And I got a special guest with us today, lifelong friend from my home state. We have been wrestling buddies, Jeff, since... What, first, second grade? Who knows? I want to introduce to you guys a great guy out there. He works for the school system we come from. Everybody, this is Jeff Robinson. Jeff, how's it going, buddy? Doing well, sir. How are you? Man, hanging in there, living the dream, as they would say. Uh, I wish. This is, this is really cool to do. I really thank you for coming on. And uh, guys, today we're going to give you what I'm going to call the half dozen scrambled egg segment with Jeff Robinson. I'm going to pop him with six eggs real quick. I'm going to ask him some some uh, questions about wrestling. We'll hear what he has to say, and uh, we'll go from there. All right, Jeff, you ready, buddy? I'll give it all I got, bud. All right, man. First question up, toughest one, I think. What is your first memory of wrestling? Well, when we were probably six to eight years old, it would always be on Saturday and Sunday morning at like 11 a.m. on Channel 4. Yeah, it was like good. superstars, and then I think Sunday was like wrestling challenge or something. It was always two or three or four matches against jobber guys that a lot of nobody knows. knew about. Exactly the guy, you know, the Barry Horvitz, you know, the people we didn't. Oh know. yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, the best lot. My first live memory though is we went to WrestleMania eight when it was at the Hoosier Dome. Uh, yeah, back in nineteen ninety one, I think, or ninety two. So. I mean, <laughs> that, that's your favorite. Huh? I, I don't blame you. Oh, yeah. uh, I've, I've tried to explain to my family going when I was a kid with my dad to, you know, Market Square Arena. <laughs> yep. Crazy. You know, I remember Ultimate Warrior coming out and the place popped. And, you know, as a kid, oh. you don't, you know, you don't see that that often. And just the feeling of that place rumbling. And then here he comes yep. 150 yep. mile an hour, hits the <laughs> ring. He's maybe in the ring two minutes, does four moves, and he's gone. And then it's just like, yep. wow. <laughs> now people bitch about that, but hey, whatever. All right, man. Second question, brother. Second egg I'm going to throw at you here. What 
And, and I'm not sure if you're up to date or not, but if you're not, we'll, we'll touch on it. But what do you think of the wrestling state it is, it is of now, right now? Well, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. With two young kids, ages seven and almost three, I don't watch it nearly as much as I used to. Absolutely. Um, I still follow WWE on Twitter, so I yeah, see everything and, you know, see all that. Um, I know – a lot of people that still watch it are really, really intrigued by NXT. Like it's definitely, it's almost, I mean, if you haven't seen it, you need to check it out. Have you checked out any of the AEW stuff? Uh, I know a little bit about it. Not much. Um, I know, I know our history. So I know you always were the WWF, WWE, whatever you want to call it. Uh, more fanatic than I was. I was more the WCW, you know, I had PBS at grandma's and and you name it. That that was kind of a lot of my memory, but, uh, really, man, I, I, from coming from my honest opinion, it it reminds me a little, they don't want to be compared to WCW, but it gives you that, that vibe. Um, it's not WWE right now, you know, and I don't know if it ever will be that there's a lot of money involved, but you know, if you haven't got a minute or haven't got a second to check it, you should find a second to check it out. It's it's okay. worth to watch. It, it's a different taste. Uh, my my family loves it. We went to an event here in uh, Colorado last year, right before. Matter of fact, it's the second to last live show before the craziness hit. And uh, yeah. my ten year old, she's in love, man. It, I, I'll send you some <laughs> pics later. You'll you'll get a good kick out of. It. All right, man. Moving along here, buddy. Uh, third egg. Who was your favorite wrestler or is your favorite wrestler? Oh man. <laughs> well, we were we so we we got to experience two kind of two different stages as kids. We got to experience the pre-attitude era. So, you know, the more classic Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior stuff like that and then the attitude era came, which we were about 15 or 16 yeah, probably we or you know, kind of growing away from it in a way. Some of us, I mean, yeah. I, I kept a hand on it for a while. You know how it is when you're growing up. There's so much going on, and you don't want to get oh, left yeah. behind, you know. No. If I had to pick one person for my whole life, I'd probably say Bret Hart. Man, classic pick, Jeff. I, I, I kind of That shocks me. I wasn't really sure about I was not – I had no clue what you were going to pick, to be honest. But <laughs> Bret Hart, cool pick. We all know. Did you get a chance – did you watch any Dark Side of the Ring? Did you get any of those uh, episodes watched? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. That, yeah pretty good stuff there they're coming out with season three on that one yeah, yeah definitely good answer Brett. All, right, all right man fourth egg all right this is something i know like i said we didn't get into our history guys on here or else we'd be on here all day because there's a lot of history like i said we've known each other for a long time i don't know if you still have them or not but i consider <laughs> you the larry bird of action figure collection when we were kids i mean you're you know yep. you had an inside a little bit more than anybody else but you always had the new one, no matter what it was. If it was a different outfit, um, <laughs> you know, whatever. But how many of those wrestling figures did you did you have? Do you remember, or do you have them still? Uh, I I do. Um, they're not <laughs> kids in them. They're not. They're not with me. So they're okay. Uh, they're at parents' house in gotcha. storage. Um, well, it started with the LJNs, those big eight-inch rubber eight guys. Inch that rubber would, guys. That would hurt you if you hit, if you hit with somebody <laughs> with them and knock them out. Yeah, it couldn't put a move on nobody with them either, huh? <laughs> no. Uh, the Hasbro was the biggest collection, I think. I think I, I basically had all of them up until the last series, um, which would have been like 
Adam bomb and the smoking guns and the one, two, three kid. And I, I know this and I can't remember. You had the Kamala, correct? Yeah. Which yeah. one was it? Was it the red? The yellow, yeah. The, the yellow moon. Kidding? Really? Yeah. So I don't know if you watched the pro, uh, pro uh, wrestling figures podcast uh, with Matt Cardona and Brian Myers. They're big. They collect like you wouldn't believe it. It got me like it gives me chills watching that stuff. My daughter's into it now, too. But uh, he paid eleven thousand dollars for a Kamala. Can you believe that? I know. None. Started, huh? Well, as a parent now, and my that. parents were so good because I never, ever got the same figure twice. Yeah, yeah, and, and like I said, and, I, I and like you like, had an inside because you know where your mom worked and stuff, and and it yeah. kind of had an advantage because nowadays, you know, we try and try and track down these AEW figures at, at uh, Walmart, and I'm telling you, Jeff, it's impossible. And like we got lucky yeah. twice. We were there when they were on the cart; they didn't even hit the hook, and we got yeah. a couple of them. So, well, I mean, All I'm right. just. I, Ahead, Someday, dude, you need to send some pictures, and I, I need to post that stuff and show some people oh. what you had. I mean, it, if people out there understood how much time we had uh, oh. invested in those, me and you and Zach and, you know, some other people, wow, the, the memories. It's fun now to watch my daughter, dude. I built her her own personalized uh, ring because those figures are a little bit different now. They're taller and stuff, but um, she's into it pretty <laughs> hardcore, man. And, and They're also $12. You, you got that right, buddy. Oh. <laughs> you got that <laughs> God. I know. Hey, I'm taking any handouts. That's <laughs> no. All right, man. Moving right along here, dude. Question five or egg number five, I should say. What's your favorite match of all time? Favorite match? Yeah. Or maybe I'm gonna mean, go... you can't think of a, a, a certain match. How about let's say uh, maybe favorite venue, I guess, or, or whatever. Well, when you asked that, two matches came to mind. The first one was, I think, WrestleMania 10, where Owen Hart beat Bret Hart in a one-on-one singles match because that really classic put put him over. I think as like a legitimate. Oh, this guy's you know this guy's in it. Like he's not living in the shadow. Yeah. No. Yeah, and uh, yeah. that was you know as an adult now looking back on that match, you know we all have people who think you know, that are better than us or, or whatever. And, and to see like, you know, the business side or, of that, you know, of Bret Hart wanting to put his own brother over, as you would say, you know, yeah. that was, that's a big deal. Yeah. Coming from a strong uh, family, definitely a big deal, especially when he's on top, you know, or oh, yeah. kind of the main guy. And then, you know, everybody looks at Owen as that, his brother. And yeah, you're right. Yep. A good, good thought there or a good match. Ladder match between Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels is a one B. Okay, I wouldn't expect that one from you either, but that's good. All right, 1A, 1B from Jeff. You're here at first. Once again, guys, we're talking with my one of my very own pals from back home, Jeff Robinson, with us today on the E's and B's podcast. All right, Jeff, here we go, man. The last of this, this uh, scrambled dozen eggs. We are going to get into the very last question, and this is going to be the toughest one. Okay. And I want – I'm going to be honest with you. I want your honest, honest answer. Don't leave me okay. down no rabbit holes. And this is all fun. All right, buddy. All right, man. All right, man. If you were a wrestler, would you be a heel or a face? And what would your gimmick be? <laughs> well, as a teacher right now, I'd, I'd consider myself a face. All right. I guess I'd have to say heel because I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean <laughs> – uh, heel, okay, okay. Well, what would your gimmick be? Like, what, what was your name? We need a, we need a name. 
Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I haven't thought about this in about 25 years. Uh, <laughs> I told you this is going to be good. I'd be dressed up as a, as a, as a golf caddy. Okay. And I'd sucker, I'd sucker people with a nine iron when they weren't looking. Man, classic. You know, that first brought to my mind was something Mr. Perfect. I don't even know why. There's nothing related in golf there, but. Wow, yeah. Sucker him in, yeah. Well, I'd make a good manager. I'd make a good heel manager. How about that? Definitely. Definitely. Caddy Rob. Yeah, gotcha. That's there you go. Caddy Rob. Jeff, man, it's been a been an honor, and I really appreciate you coming on with me today. You can definitely check this out on easeandbees.com. Jeff, is there anything you want to plug before you get off here? No, sir. Nope. I just really appreciate you having me on, and this was fun. We'll have to do it again. Definitely, man. Anytime. Like I said, this is going to hopefully stretch out to a lot of people out there. We want everybody to like, share, subscribe, and listen. And uh, Jeff, man, like I said, dude, it's been great to catch up. Next time I come home, man, we'll have to uh, get some dinner or something, man. I do appreciate it, buddy. Hey, take care. I'm in. Sounds good, brother. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon, man. All right, guys. That was Jeff Robinson again from my hometown. Good friend. I hope you guys enjoyed. And that brings us to the end of the show, the favorite part of the show for most. That means it's the toast. Get your jelly, get your jam, get your cinnamon out, whatever you're going to spread on that piece of toast. And I just want to let you guys know that we appreciate all the love we've been getting here recently as we went live these last two weeks. Like I said, this is a dream of mine that I never thought would come true. It's coming true because of you. Uh, spread the word. You know, pass out You know, all the information you can to all your wrestling fans out there. Even if they're not wrestling fans, pass on the word. Because we're trying to, to spice this up a little bit, change it, make it more of a listener's show. And uh, three weeks in, and I think we're, we're, we're making headway. We got a lot of good things coming up, guys. Uh, here in a couple of weeks, we'll have another unboxing where you guys can be free winners. All you got to do is like, share, subscribe, leave a comment. Um, I want to give a huge shout out. We are now overseas. We've got overseas listeners. Can you believe it? Me neither. Um, coming up this next week on the next week's show, guys, we're looking forward to talking to you guys again about how the NFL kicked off. We're going to definitely go over some... NFL things, if anything crazy happens, we'll keep you updated on NBA, NHL, and of course, we'll always dive in hardcore, scramble eggs, we'll do all the good stuff, extra pieces of bacon about wrestling. We're going to make sure that you guys get what you want when you come to breakfast at EMBs. Once again, guys, just like, share, subscribe, find us at EMBs.com, or you can find me at EMBs on Twitter. It'll connect you to YouTube, whatever you need. We will be having merch coming soon. We're working on that. That's in progress. My lovely wife has done an amazing job on keeping up on the webpage and also getting the merchandise things rolling. This is a work in progress. This is not a million-dollar show here. We are just trying to pull it out from the, the back pocket that we got. So we thank you guys again for tuning in. Next week, reminder... We're going to have a special guest from my local wrestling area, Rocky Mountain Pro Wrestling Specialist, Mercury Aiden. Hopefully, as a special guest next week, they got a show coming up in two weeks we'd love to talk about. And don't forget, once again, to 
weeks also, we're going to be having another unboxing video where you can be a winner. So don't be late. Don't be early. But always remember to eat your breakfast.